We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is the 5 Reasons Sports Network. Miami Sports On Demand. We now have 15 podcasts in the network covering every professional sports team in South Florida and much more, all absolutely free. Find all of our shows on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or Podbean. If you just can't get enough, become a member of our patron feed and you'll get even more exclusive content. Here's a sneak peek of what you'll hear on the upcoming episode of our newest show, The Chamber Podcast. We're now joined by Dr. Peter Marciante. There's a local sports team down here hampered by injuries right now. If a team is ravaged by injuries, how much do you put of that into the training staff and the physical therapist? Unfortunately, I put a lot on it. Now what they've done is they've they've blocked out all external doctors to have total control, and I'm not sure it's working that well but there needs to be a little bit more freedom and guys need to be also take charge in, in their own health care they can't just go to a team who's trying to manage 100 players if you're interested in advertising your business on any of our podcasts reach out to us at number five reasons sports on twitter to stay up to date with all of our shows enter five reasons in your search bar and then hit subscribe Welcome to the Heat Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Carlin Alves, and I'm going to bring the energy today, even though they lost to the Phoenix Suns at home. With me today, we have producer and co-founder, Mr. Brian Goins. Woo! There we go. Look at that. On Tuesday, we got our professional screw-up, Alex Toledo. Alex said, f*** you, Johnny. Write that up, Brian. Whoa. Write that down, Brian. Already quickly. Hi, hi Ethan. Uh, we have our pun master and statistician, Mr. Nick Eyes Duncan. Hello. 
And today we have a guest, a new friend. Now, Lauren, I cannot say your last name, so you have to help me out here. All right, Lauren Goritz. Goritz. Yes. Okay, that's not that bad. No. There's an E, there's an E, uh, like W, yeah, there was like a lot of letters that I, yeah. Lauren, welcome to the pro. Lauren, where where can people find you on Twitter so that they can become acquainted with you? At Lauren Goritz. It's G-E-W-I-R-T-Z. See, that's like not easy. It's, it's a no. very, it's a very weird thing. Okay, so we got no, it's Lauren. Teasy, not easy. It's teasy. Teasy. We got uh, we got Lauren here. We got Nikias. We have Alex. We have the Heat losing at home to the Phoenix Suns. Now, I'm not gonna do the doom and gloom show. We're not gonna be Ethan Skolnick's Five Reasons Sports <laughs> flagship show. Check them out on the Five Reasons feed. Follow them on Instagram. Follow our network of shows. Let's go on Saturday to Doral to watch El Clasico with Cinco Razones. You can check. I'm gonna be out there. Alex might be out there. Christian might be out there. Alf might be out there. But I will be out there watching soccer with the guys from Cinco Razones and the Five Reasons Sports Network. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter and all that good stuff. Where is it so, at? It's in Doral. I don't know exactly where. I think it's at Football Box. I'm not entirely sure. Because they're doing two events. They're doing one tomorrow that I'm not going to go to because it's at 3 p.m. And some of us have jobs, Ethan. Good good, good salesmanship. Yeah, some of us have day jobs, Ethan. But tomorrow, uh, Cinco Razones is doing a live show at Football Box. I'm sure that Ethan probably – there'll probably be a promo later that Ethan dropped in the Google Drive. So Brian Brian will edit that in. Um, So check them out, and and I'll be on Saturday. So come meet me and come meet the show and come meet uh, Ethan and Witty and watch – football okay so uh aforementioned ethan skolnick doing aforementioned doom and gloom show we yeah, are not doing that today. football box for sure yeah football box um last night was football. really frustrating because even as like even as that game got close down the wire i was upset because the fact that they were playing a close game against the phoenix suns at home was infuriating infuriating because for all the crap that we've watched this season and for all the, oh, the Heat aren't good, the Heat should tank. Like, I feel like we all thought they were better than losing to the Phoenix Suns at home. In a we're game that they... Away. In a game that they kind of needed. Shout out to Brian. They were a, they were a Tyler away, man. Like, the guys, did you... Like, I thought, like, okay, we could think that they're bad, but they were better than that. Are they, though? Yeah. <laughs> Yes, they are. Like, I feel like... Dude, the Phoenix Suns at home! Without justice? I don't know. It gets dicey. <laughs> I mean, we start going player by player. Did he just really miss the player that could guard Kelly Oubre? I just I don't know what else you could... I mean, Kelly Oubre and Ish Smith are carving them up in back-to-back games. Like, what? Wait, Ish Smith is on the Suns? No, no Ish Smith... No, the, the game before that. Okay, okay. It's been dropped like 30 and 12. It was like Phoenix. It was like 76ers, Tankathon, Ish Smith, Fantasy God. Getting beat up by Ellington and TJ back-to-back is honestly poetic justice. Did he deserve it? Ellington didn't even play well. Tyler did, though. Justice better. Tyler absolutely deserved that one. And we, we all... Is anybody else laughing at the fact that Tyler Johnson has PayPal on his jersey? Because that's perfect. I mean, considering... I think the Tyler Johnson experience will be most defined in Miami by loss of teeth and a contract that a lot of us were mad at. Some more than others. What do you mean a lot of us? You. Some, me, <laughs> me, primary among them. Tyler, you're a great guy. I love you. Thanks for coming on the show. Everybody got really mad this year. People weren't really mad until this year when mm-hmm. it went up to 19 mil. I got to be right. Let me tell you something. I've been, I've been sipping that right juice all season with the Lakers, with Tyler, okay. with a lot with of one people. thing. A couple things. And the Lord. Raptors. The Celtics being frauds, I kind of got that. 
Kind of. Lauren, uh, were, you, were you big mad? What? At, at Tyler Johnson. Oh, yeah, I was mad. Yes, I have an ally. <laughs> but, like, Lauren, so, like, do you think, like, last night happens, right? They're, they're, they have this game close. Are you are you with me that this game shouldn't be close, and I'm really upset that it is close? Yes, I think it shouldn't have been close, but also, I mean, I'm not surprised with anything regarding this team at this point. I mean, if, you know, they lose the Phoenix Suns after the Suns have lost 17 games, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> you know what's funny? You... <laughs> You say that and like they you're you're totally right because they'll play a close game against the Warriors and while it's surprising, I can't say that I was shocked and then they lose against Phoenix at home and I I leave the game saying, "You know what? I can't say I'm shocked." Right, there's no surprises anymore. I feel like they've been that team for 5 years. So like at what point of the game did you guys feel like Miami had a chance of losing? Cuz like midway through the third, I was like, "You know what?" This this might happen. I think uh, Phoenix dropped it down to like when seven. the when the four point lead with for Phoenix happened, and I think Miami got, like got a really bad shot on the other end. I was just like, it's done. The I'm trying to remember fell. what point. I think it was like towards the end of the, sec- of the second quarter because it looked like Miami was going to go away with like a like a more like a fifteen zero run because they were about to break that game open to twenty digit to to twenty points. Mm. And then Hassan, I think, got fouled, so he went out on the bench. And then I think it was Jamal Crawford. He just literally got like every single free throw attempt he wanted. Classic <laughs> heat killer, Jamal Crawford. That was a throwback. This team, man. Because Devin Booker was awful. Like, the, the Phoenix didn't even play well. Even Aiden was bad. Like, both their best players did not was show missing, up in that first half. Aiden was missing layups at the rim, and I was like, woof. The Hassan, oh, Hassan ate him up. No, yeah. Hassan did awesome. Like I, I was, I tweeted this during the game. Like there have been two players in 2019 that haven't been awful for the Heat, and it's Justice and Hassan. Because yeah, everybody right. else, woof. I don't think Josh has been awful. I think he's been up and Josh down. Josh has been not good. What? Before last game, he was averaging like 20 over three or four games. Like Congratulations. He's up and down. He's inconsistent. Josh is not. You know, Josh kind of has the Zach Levine, Brandon Ingram thing. Like mm. I'm not sure how much. When you're putting up numbers, I'm not really sure how much you're contributing to winning. Like Bandon Ingram, like he's putting up numbers and clearly not helping winning. But Zach I still think Levine, Josh is a plus defender at the very uh, least. No, Josh is. I think Josh is a good fifth starter. I've come around on this. I I was a big Josh guy, and like I'm not. I've been so more so than with Bam because I know that you guys were way higher on Bam than I was, oh and Bam God. has kind of disappeared. We're gonna this. I'm not. No, I'm just saying that like. The it's one I've been really bad. upset about is kind of Josh's. I don't even want to call it regression. He's just kind of like there. I'm not sure how fair it is to Josh because, like, this has been an entirely different experience for Josh Richardson. So, like, you kind of have to grade him on a curve because, like, I mean, he's miscast as like a number one and kind of floating between number one and number two. So, I think he's best utilized as like a third guy. So I don't know if saying like he's been kind of mid as a number two option means he's been mid. Yeah. Also Nikai, see, I remember you tweeting today saying how Josh has really uh, shown improvement as a as a passer lately. Yeah, like it was something I pointed out early in the year that he's 
you know, so he's not like manipulating defenses like Chris Paul or anything. But like, if he's got a head of steam, the defense rotates over. He's making that pass a split second quicker, and like that's the kind of improvement you want to see from a guy like that. You know, he um, told me he told me at media day uh, before the season started that something that he noticed about his game was he was always noticing guys a step or two late. Yeah, and and I think that Nick, to Nick Ice's point, what he just said is exactly right. He's kind of finding guys on time and not. Oh my god, I missed that window. Right, and like that's kind of the positive of kind of throw, of kind of throwing Josh in the fire like this is that it's forcing him to make those reads, and like even if he's not having the impact of a number one or a number two guy, that's going to be valuable when Miami gets to a place where Josh can slide into the number three slot if they add more talent, and then he goes down to pick the pickleboard and he's going to look a lot better, and this experience is going to help him moving forward. I just think that he cannot be given like significant ball handling responsibilities. I just think that that has always not looked good. I mean, he was a point guard last night, so. And that's you. We saw how that went, Brian. Be a point guard. Should be <laughs> we a saw point how guard. that went. A loss at home to the worst team in the sport. Yeah. I kind of go both ways on it. Like again, in general, like that's, way? that's not where he's best utilized, but also the season is lost and he's a significant part of your core. So I'm fine with him getting those reps. Nikai, and this is probably going to sound like absurd. You know what I really like when he does? I like when he goes, when he pulls up the mid range, when he kind of takes in a. I feel like he's been really good from that range. I haven't seen any numbers, but I, I really like how he's given that, and I, I like that he takes it because he makes them what appears to be as much as he misses them, which is at least over a point of possession. Oh, yeah, I would agree with that. That was one of the first things I noticed about um, him during the 16 17 year when mine was awful. And I was complaining every other game about Josh having like 12 pick and roll positions and Justice getting two. But like <laughs> Josh has always kind of had that pace about him. Like he knows what he wants to do. It's just a matter of executing it. And I think that's been the positive um, part of him getting these reps. He's getting better at it. But one of the first things he developed off the bounce was like that pull up jumper off the pick and roll. So the fact that he has that in his back consistently is a positive for him. And that's going to make him an effective secondary guy whenever he can be that. He was shooting a lot of those from like three though earlier in the season. He was like really trying to shoot a lot of off the bounce and to not great success, but I, I like that he tried him. He's gone away from that. I just I feel like that stretches the defense a little more because you can't go as under on him. Yeah. Um that's something I'd like Justice to do too, because like if, if Justice if guys are consistently going under on Justice, not only does that close the driving lane, but just the passing angles because Justice is so good at passing. But if he can get any, because he's just a spot-up guy, but if he can get any sort of consistency going to his like right or left off the dribble, that's going to open up so much on the floor. Absolutely. It was really uh, weird start to the season for him because he was shooting like 40% on pull-up threes for like the first month of the year, and then just it just kind of went off a cliff from there. Yeah, he was going off almost like ten times a game. He was he was leading the league for a while as far like one of the lead leaders with next to Kemba Walker, Curry, and some of the other guys. I feel like he doesn't take as many threes as he used to. Yeah. Okay, I, so, but I, I sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but no, no, I have something like how Nikaias was talking about uh, grading Josh on a curve. I more or less feel the same way for the overwhelming majority of this roster. Uh, <laughs> I tweeted out earlier that I think the roster construction not only uh, hurts Spo for having to deal with it and having to manage 12, 13 playable players. I think the roster construction and the way that the team is built is actively hurting the overwhelming majority of the roster. I think you could make a case that Dragic, Whiteside, all of the kids, including Derek Jones, Magruder, 
um, even JJ, I think. Yeah, you're defending Rodney. One, that's hard to do today. I'm not defending him. What I'm saying is those guys would look to less different degrees, not all the same level, but to different degrees, they would look better next to at least one star playmaker score, a Beal, a Butler, Kyrie. You got me just any one of those guys. Just one. I'm a, I'm I a super team. I think I think they're all they should all be graded on a curve because this roster. I, I will I will take your question and I'll pose this. So Lauren, let me ask you. Wasn't a question. Do you? I don't. Well, no. I'm taking your th- I'm taking your statement and I'm making it into. A, I'm kind of like transforming it into a question. <laughs> right. Lauren, do you think that the Heat have bad players? Because I don't really think they do. I don't think they're bad. I agree with Alex. Like if there was a star next to them, I think a lot of them would look better. I just think it's this combination of players. It's just something's not meshing because you know they're losing games that they should shouldn't. Like, I look at them, and I don't think Kelly Olenek's a bad player. I don't think Josh is a bad player. Disappointing, maybe. I don't think Bam's a bad player. I don't think Justice is a bad player. I don't think Hassan's a bad player. Justice is better. Justice is better. (laughs) Uh, Dwayne's clearly not bad while not great. Um, Dion, I don't think, is bad. I just, he's not, like... You know, what he thinks he less bad next to us. Yeah, player. he's like one. You know, he's the Stugatz of. He is literally the, the Stugatz of the Heat. Because he's when he's good, oh heat. my god, they're damn good. He's awesome. <laughs> Did you see that when he hit the and one three? He said, "I'm bleeping back." <laughs> he said that like five times. <laughs> Dude, how many times are you back? He's <laughs> like back. he's like the hurricane. They're doing the subtle tank <laughs> machine, man. They're doing it. Stay woke, man. He is the tank machine. Why do you think they're not the playing Justin? Dude, that must have driven Leif insane. I, dude, I could, dude, you know what's funny? That place got so loud on that four-point play. I didn't even know it was a four-point play. And I was like, why is Dion screaming at people? Run back on defense. Oh, man. That... But, yeah, I, I don't, like, guys, I don't know. Do you, I don't think they have bad players. They don't have bad players. I think it's just a matter of everyone is, like, one or two notches higher in the hierarchy than they should be. So it just makes them all look worse. Exactly. They're the anti-Celtics. They're the anti-Celtics. There you go. <laughs> They're the anti-Celtics. No, I'm good with it. If we're the anti-Celtics, I'm good with it. No matter what time. Because the Celtics, all their guys are probably like a step or two too low for their role. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it just it messes them all up. Um. Yeah. No. And I, 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 like I, I don't really I don't want to do the show where like we just bash them because but it, it's just been up like. It's been frustrating, and I'll tell you, man, today, you know, I haven't bought tickets for D-Wade's, like, final home game because I didn't think it'd be his final home game. Hey, Dog, I'm not so sure anymore. <laughs> I'm looking I'm looking into I'm looking into that game because, I mean, Alex, you want to go? I want to go if they don't keep sitting justice, man. That's what's good. I, I, the next couple of games that they keep sitting justice, we're going to know. That's what I'm starting to think. I, do, do, how do you guys think Goron looks? I, don't th- I think it looks good. I mean, he's oh. been fine. You can see there's there's some obvious rust there. Kyle Lowry hit a three and I fist pumped. Yo, and everyone G- was confused. Gianni's fist pumping in here. 16 0 run for the Raptors. They're beating the brakes off the Celtics. I'm so happy. Wow, thank you. Marcus Saul's getting that wow. plus minus up. Dude, I'm out on the heat. Dude. I'm out on the Raptors. Dude, let me tell you something. Look at that. I love Kyle Lowry so much, man. If the, You know what? If LeBron didn't ruin this all in 2014, we would have Kyle Lowry right now. Man, they're just running Boston out of the gym. That Kyle Lowry McRoberts Roberts pick and pop. Oh, my God. Could you imagine when Josh didn't shoot the ball? Oh, God. 
Really it's just be a give and go every time. The pick and pump, fake. You gotta, you gotta love it. <laughs> you know, it was funny when teams defended that because teams started to get wise to it, and then they just like wouldn't even defend every Josh. single time. <laughs> he would just be. By it himself. was never a threat of him shooting. <laughs> <laughs> they the defended him like they defend Ben Simmons. Yeah. Dude, McBob's is the original Ben Simmons. Yes. <laughs> Dude, I'm we were tweet that. No, I'm tweeting that right now. <laughs> Mc, Mc, Mc I said it first. I better get some credit, yo. I'll, I'll tell you. Do you remember how mad we used to get? Like, why won't you shoot? It was a very frustrating experience. Like, I, And I thought he was good, man. I was out here like looking at his Chris Bosh and him defensive tantrum numbers. I wanted to believe in him. It bothers me that they gave up a second to get off of him just because they took him so long to do it. Like, if you're going to give up a second, if you're going to take that L like that in public, at least do it early on, man. They waited <laughs> too long. They did a lot of weird things. They gave a second to get rid of Zoran. Just cut him. <laughs> I was thinking like, about that. Damn. Didn't, didn't they do the same thing with Shabazz? Shabazz the they did like this everybody. They just send seconds to send people away, and now they don't have a second for like a decade. Shaboy! <laughs> Shabazz is also another guy. Shabazz is better than any card that they have off the bench. Yeah, they no. gave you the backup right now. And he, they, God, that, like would, that would hurt. That would hurt. Shabazz would be like a decent player on this team right now. That statement really hurt, man. I'm like, oh my god. You think so? You think he's better than Dwayne right now? You know, I hear people saying that Dwayne's a six man of the year candidate, and I was like, in what damn planet? <laughs> I hope he finesses the league like that. I can't believe dude, I can't no believe way. you're not going with that. Nah, dude, I'm not dumb. I know. I know the nuts. I see it. <laughs> I see it. <laughs> you see that damn shot he got at the end of the game? Like a fucking fadeaway against Aiden, like super duper fadeaway. Come on. I think man. he's part of the group of people that would look better next to a star too. <laughs> Damn, I think it's fair. We saw that last year. It didn't really look so good for him. Yeah, hey man, he had that one month in Cleveland where he was pushing for six man of the year, and then he got traded. He was actually no. a six man candidate last year for a little for a little while. Yeah, honestly, if, if Miami was better, he probably would be. Imagine him. Like I, I, I think. For me, what really hurts him is like the numbers are damning when he's on the court. Like they're they get outscored. Like I think that that's like you can't you can't be a six man of the year candidate. Sucks. I feel like that's the bare minimum six man of the year candidate. When you come on the game, he's you've one gotta, of like, two good passers on the team. Is that fair? He's what one of two good passers on the team. I think he could still. Uh, Kelly's a good passer, man. But I'm talking about like playmakers. I think Dion's a good passer when he wants to. Is he a good player? to be? <laughs> you trust him to run the. Like, it's like Kobe. It's like Kobe was not a bad passer. Kobe just preferred not to shoot first. And shoot second, first and third, and fourth, and fifth. <laughs> Dion's flow chart is a bunch of take, pull up three, and then like occasionally drive to the rim, and then like the last option is pass. Yeah, it's awful. Are you open? You yes. Shoot. Are you open? No. Dribble. Are you not open? <laughs> dribble can, you, can you dribble into a contested fadeaway? Yes. yes. Shoot. He loves that. <laughs> you know what I was thinking of? And so Dwayne Dwayne's does not doing thing, that, man. I'm sorry. We, no, no, but Dwayne does something that... 37, yo. The, the Dwayne flowchart that bothers me is that Dwayne will reject the pick and roll. Then he'll pump fake and he'll get stuck and then he'll get in the air and then he realizes he has nothing and then he throws the ball back to the screener who's in no man's land just to get it back. And I was like, dude, you put your big in a horrible position. I mean, that's like the repost, man. You got to. <laughs> but it's like the Dwayne. You know exactly what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. yeah. He does that pump fake in midair and Kelly then he gives the, the ball up. Doesn't help anyone because every defender is stapled to their man. Exactly. Kelly's out there being guarded 30 feet away from the basket. I feel for him. He gets the ball back. He can barely catch it. 
It's funny with Hassan because I was like, oh, there's a chance that you might not get this back. Oh, yeah. And the, the Heat might not get the ball back. It might just go to the other team. Might just be a pick six. Bro, if Hassan had, like, a different coach and he had, like, a green light to shoot. Pff. Well, I don't know about the green light to shoot part, but. I think that if he had one. What was the end of that sentence? I can't even tell. I said, boy, if Hassan had a coach that gave him a green light to shoot and I made a noise. So what does that mean? You want that to happen? Just, he would let it fly. I kind of do. Lauren, do you want that to happen? <laughs> I do not. <laughs> hey, you're like Lauren. Hey. How do you feel? Okay, so we gotta get we gotta we gotta get our Hassan Whiteside takes in order. Okay, so our voice of reason, Kate Anderson, she does not like Hassan. She is an anti-Hassaner. I am a pro-Hassaner. What are you? I was very pro-Hassan, and now I'm, you're I'm not. not. <laughs> okay, so you've changed. I've changed. Alex, are you a pro-Hassaner? Uh, it's complicated, man. I don't think he's a bad player. I just like, don't it's want a yes or no question. I, I didn't ask you if I didn't ask I you. Don't if want him that's it. That's what it comes down to. So you're an anti-Hassaner. It's not a good fit. Send him somewhere else. He's nice. It's looking good for me. He's been good this year. Nakaya, so you an anti-Hassaner or not a anti-Hassaner? I feel like I have to stay on brand because, like, I went like a season and a half without mentioning him by name. But he's good. But, like, yeah, he's he's good. Like, he's not part of the long-term plans, <laughs> but he's objectively been. He might make himself. Good. Like he he's been good. So. Like my entire thing was please screen, please get back. It was a yes or no question. No. It was an, No, it was I'm not anti Hassan. I'm not. No, what, hold hey. on, man. What is this? Why are you side the Nikaias? I I didn't want I didn't want a word what happened to wordy. Like, hey, we have other topics to get to. We have the Lakers to slander. We have so we have Spo to talk about. All right, let's do Brian, it. are you at? And we have Brian's stupid tankathon thing. What? It's not stupid. What do you mean? It's the best what? thing that's gonna happen to this Heat team all season. <laughs> hey man, I haven't been on the pod in like six weeks. I just felt like talking a little bit. That's all. My oh, well, whose fault is that? It's mine. I'm, I'm just saying. That's, I'm that's sorry. I got sick, sick during after All Star Weekend. Sick. Yeah. You're going on Ethan's podcast twice. It was, twice. Even... it was during the weekend. Yo, Let me tell you Dion, bro. He's over here shutting off, <laughs> telling Justin, "No, you're not. <laughs> <Well, laughs> not No, you're not I'm the point guard. I'm the point guard. I'm the point guard. Lauren, you want to be point guard? Raptors up 13. <laughs> Let Lauren be point guard for a second. Oh, I thought we were doing tankathon. No, Is Lauren being point guard or are we doing tankathon? I just want to hear Lauren talk more. Lauren I, picked the bad time. I was anti-tank up until like a couple weeks ago. What was the moment for you? What Everybody has a moment where, they're ant- where they become a tanker. What was your moment? Just... It wasn't actually. It wasn't really a moment. It was just kind of a slow downfall of seeing just how bad this really is. <laughs> it was like a bubble up. It's, it's like Nikaias' timeline. Yeah. <laughs> you oh, know, man. if if we look back on it, and if I become pro tanker, the moment that it would have been for me was Jay Rich getting called for that foul. <laughs> Did you guys hear Karate and Eric try to like? No, but Devin pinned his arm. Yeah, no, he didn't. Like, I was like, come on, dude. I was like, I, man, where's Tony? it's rough out here. It's just... Where's Tony? Dude? Like, Devin did us a fair judgment. have his arm in a hole, but like... <laughs> How'd he play? I don't understand the point of, like, pressing him 45 feet from the basket. Like, he could get the steal. you didn't get the steal. Just back off instead of continuing to pursue it. It's like... It's like they thought they were up three or something. Yeah, I I don't know. They're sloppier than usual. Is that fair to say? You know that the Heat have, like, they're in the bottom five in turnover percentage? 
in the league. I mean, that doesn't surprise I, me. But I don't know. I don't know if that's a product of the guys who have the balls are bad decision makers, or if they're just like, or if they're just being sloppy. I think it's more the latter than the former. I still think that's a byproduct of what Nikai was saying that they're one step too high on the hierarchy. Yeah, like they're being asked to do a little bit too much. Yeah, they have all of them. Like even, do they have one? Do you know the the three teams that have a worse uh, turnover percentage are the Phoenix Suns, the Knicks, and the Lakers? I mean that that sums it up. And the Lakers, those teams are actually thinking. Well, I'm, not even sure the, I'm not even sure about the Lakers anymore, dude. Yeah, they're free fall. Have you seen have you seen this LeBron effort? Uh they there was a stat. Um I was listening to Basketball Buds on the back to back podcast network. Um and they were talking about the players in the league that have like the defensive speed of, of defensive players. The bottom two in the league since January first are Can we guess? LeBron Le, LeBron's Who's slower than LeBron? There's only one person that's slower than LeBron this season on defense. Who who is Alex who is, who is slumber who is lumbering? Hassan. Hassan. Nikias. I mean, I know the answer, so I don't want to spoil it. Okay, you know the answer. Next. Lauren, do you have a guess? Yeah, Dirk. Okay, Dirk. I oh, say Dirk. Fuck. Brian. That's good. Brian. Um, I'm gonna go with Let's go Marcus Saul. It is indeed Dirk Nowitzki. Damn. <laughs> Dirk's lumbering ass is the only one slower on defense than LeBron. That seems like it should be the most obvious thing in the world. It did. I'm shocked that you didn't get it out. Yeah, I'm, I'm an idiot. So, so Brian, too. Brian's like Mark Gasol. It's like Mark Gasol's good. Nah, he's slow, man. It's like, thank you, Lord. Nikaias, you knew? Yeah, I knew. It's a funny stat. Dirk does not look like he should be out on the court. Man, like, Dirk. They're forcing, They're forcing him into retirement, man. Bro, Doc Rivers pulled like the greatest. Like... Yeah, that was fantastic. He hasn't announced retirement, though. At least publicly. We've decided can, for Can him. we do a forum? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like I'm saying, we're giving him all this love, but we're not even letting him do it himself. We can't let him control the message. We kind of did that to UD, too. <laughs> Every year. Now he <laughs> wants to come like, back. Hey, he's coming back next season. That, that, that rumor just came up. Let me tell you something. Easy check, man. If Spo has any guts, I better get Dwayne Udonis minutes down the stretch. Oh, yes. Honestly, they should start. Let's, let's, they should start the last game. This, this is going to be re- – you guys are going to think this is ridiculous. Dwayne and with the kids. I'm at the point that if JJ – I don't want JJ back, and i just rather have Udonis play power forward. Ooh. Would there be a noticeable difference? That's, I'm just saying, man. Yes. It will make me it's happy. Different. Are you sure? <laughs> yes. You know what the difference is? Balls are not going to be flying to the fifth row. Udonis not doing that, man. Udonis is like Nick Foles. Udonis is going to take corner three. <laughs> Wait, time out, time out, time out. What we are not going to do is compare Udonis <laughs> to Nick Foles. We are not. Absolutely not. We are not going to compare Nick Foles to a three-time champion. All right. That's what we're not going to do. All right. That's Okay. Udonis just, you know, he does. He, he's disciplined. He doesn't turn it over. He won't fuck you up. He just won't do you much good either. Y'all are trying to get me riled up tonight. I'm not doing it. <laughs> don't say anything bad about Udonis. Don't. Don't. Alpha already did that. <laughs> no, no. Why he's not on the podcast anymore. Alpha, 
Alpha's been Alpha's been missing for a while, and it's because he says something bad about UD. Um, Dwayne is like okay, so Dwayne is like Nick Foles too, kind of. We haven't even talked about Dwayne's hair. What did you guys think? Oh, buddy. I I thought it, I thought it made him look older. It it was objectively a bad look, and I would just leave it. What? There. Okay, now I oh, I'm it. actually mad now. I'm actually I liked it. Me and Akai are gonna go it. at it like first take because this. <laughs> I, I thought he it yep. took way too long for him to bust this out. <laughs> We're getting into the last couple months of his season, yo. That's not skip. I feel like he's he's going through some things, and that was a way for him to kind of express himself. The NBA midlife crisis. I I'm not going to say that, but I would just. Say, I told my mom I was like, Dwayne's going through a midlife crisis because he's not that old. I go, man, in basketball, he's old. Like I feel like there were a host of things he could have done that was not that, and he chose that on purpose, and I don't understand why. I think the braids are objectively better than what he had going on before with the grown. I liked what he had going on before. That's my. That's like one of my favorite looks for Dwayne. He looked like one of the big three players. Like, the- <laughs> sorry. He was a victory player. What are you talking about? He was a victory player. Lauren, did you were you in on the braids? Um, they were all right. Maybe short. That's very, but not not long term. That it was like a fun one time thing. A fun like one time thing. I think it's like a wacky thing. Yeah, it should be. It should be like the vice jersey. He just wear it yeah. every once in a while. <laughs> kind of sporadic. <laughs> They should make it like a promotion. That's crazy. At the arena. I thought I thought I thought people were more into it than this. No, I saw I only saw people being like bad about it. I'm so mad. Raptors are up twenty. I'm so mad. I'm so happy. Hashtag Dwayne Braid. Brian, did Dwayne you Braid. Did you, Brian, did you like it? Um no. Because I, I mean I mean it's probably because it's the first time he's done it, or at least it's been probably the first time he's done it in a long time. So that has to be the first time he's ever done. Easily see like the lightness of his like scalp, like it's he's completely bald, and like what? It, well, it completely reminded me of like when he was at Team USA in China, where he like completely shaved his head because he didn't trust anyone in China to do a haircut for him. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. That why? Yeah, that's exactly why. Makes sense. He didn't. He didn't trust Chinese barbers to give him a tape. Mm-hmm. They don't have a team yeah. barber. No. Team USA has to have a team barber. Is it Coach K? <laughs> Coach K to Oh my god. Coach K and his fake ass hair. Who said that? <laughs> That's where the tampering um, happens. Yeah, don't slander Coach K. He's got one of the best players on his team right now. That one the heat. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I like Trey Jones as much as the next guy, but Oh. <laughs> um Yeah, no, I, I um I'm in on the hair, but kind of ironically. I don't think I don't think it's a good like if he wears that the last game of the season I might be mad. I'm 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 really mad at you guys. If he Alex, if he busts that out for his last game he ever, doesn't bust it out for the majority of these games. I'm gonna be mad. I I want him to do it for the majority too, but like not for the last. Either one. go short like he used to, bring back the classic, or go back to being bald. Over. Alex, imagine if he I'm hit. Not, a, I'm not good with what he was doing before, man. I'm just not. Imagine it's if he too hit the real. game winner. He looks against... too old in it, man. It's you don't, you don't like the Odell Beckham look? He needs to look younger, so I don't cry, man. Please. <laughs> Alex, last night, he hits that fadeaway against Aiton. Then he runs to the scorer's table and does this is my house. And the iconic photo of his last game winner ever is him in those braids in the vice jersey. Then you lose the title at home. <laughs> I'll tell you. 
I wanted that picture for all time. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I feel, I would have been more upset if Dwayne hit that fadeaway. Why? Do you know how sad you have to be as a team to need a game-winning jumper to beat the Phoenix Suns? Well, that was my point early. Well, like, I, but like, I, last year. Like, look, I wasn't, che- I wasn't cheering when they were like bringing it back. I was more like I was scowling in disappointment. Like, I, like, I couldn't cheer for that. Like, I mean, that's gonna sound on brand for me. But like, in general, if anybody hit, the game, I, I really can't hit imagine the an like, instance in life where you cheer. But, wow. Okay, that hurt. Me. I imagine you watch with a calculator. I, I absolutely do not watch with a calculator. <laughs> do you cheer? Uh, I mean, no. I when was the last time the Heat made you cheer? Uh, <laughs> that's a really good question. <laughs> oh my God, guys, come I'm on, crazy, have man. some damn joy. Hey man, I have joy. I mean, I don't know. I'm just not like an active. Did you cheer, cheer when Dwayne Wade like was talking crap to Kevin Hart on the sideline? I mean, I chuckled, but I didn't cheer. Did you cheer okay. when Nick Foles ran the Philly special? Absolutely. Okay, but That's the, bullshit. I'm talking about the Heat, though. Okay. I mean, we know Nikaya is a. But no, I mean, Nikaya like, su- supports an evil organization like the NFL, but doesn't cheer for the Heat. For Dwayne. He doesn't like Dwayne. Uh, I don't dislike Do you Dwayne. cheer when he played 2K? Nikaya, did you cheer when he hit the game winner against Philly, you know, following the, the, the Stoneman Douglas shooting? I, mean, I didn't cheer, but I was happy about it. What about Did that playoffs? make you emotional? Did that make you feel good inside? Like, wow, he's back and he matters to the community. I was more, wow, that was a great shot. I didn't go. <laughs> the guys was like, oh, wow, that's a mid-range shot. Why is he taking those? You could take a step back and take a three. <laughs> that was really inefficient. Ben Simmons has a lot of length. That was not a good idea. <laughs> All right. Hassan was open on the roll. Okay, what so that, was that, he that thinking? That is exactly what I would not say. I can't. That's what you were thinking in your mind, the flow chart. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> how, about against, how about in the playoffs? The one no, game he that just said, won't. no, if he didn't cheer at Dwayne talking crap to Kevin Hart, then I can't believe the guys won't give a fist bump. Like, a, yeah, I mean, look, I just did it for a random Kyle Lowry three. All right, but all right, don't don't set the bar so low. He's trying to, su- <laughs> trying to succeed in this industry. But what I'm saying is that, like, I mean, you sp- Sports brings us joy. Like Brian cheered. Lauren, you cheer, right? Uh, she said no. No, I said yeah. Uh, oh, I was about to say. Yeah, are you are you shocked me? I was like, no, but no, you look like you no. you look like you love to cheer. You're, you're smiling. Nikias doesn't smile. <laughs> wow. I feel like I'm being attacked throughout this entire podcast. But I don't <laughs> know. Like I have to cheer for Dwayne Wade. I mean, come on. Exactly. I mean, he's <laughs> Like, like I appreciate when he makes good plays. I appreciate when any Heat member makes a good play. But like, I don't know. I guess it's just different for me because I'm covering them now. So am I. Uh, oh yeah. Oh. oh, oh. No, I, I mean, that, I mean, that's just me. Like, oh, because I mean, you were at All Star Weekend, so I'll change. I mean, I'm not. I'm not telling you to cheer in the press box, but like, I'm, you know, if you're at if you're at home and you know, Dwayne does something cool, you know. You'll think I, mean, like, I still have an emotional investment. It's just not going to come through. Not like a mm. like. Like I like if you tell me like okay I, I'm covering the Hornets you know I can't you know if Kemba does you know I can't but it's Dwayne yeah I mean like I can react to a play but I'm just not gonna I don't know I've never been like fist you're like guy. Ethan Ethan soulless Ethan does Ethan just like he are down twenty to the Bucks at our watch party and he's like <laughs> I knew this I would you. happen <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's early guys Ethan is in a constant told you mood <laughs> bro Lauren so we have. Lauren, I don't know if you're aware, but we have the legend of the Five Reasons Sports Watch Parties. We're uh, we're zero and nineteen, or zero and nine. I'm sorry, <laughs> soon to be zero and nineteen. Every time we have an event, 
either to watch the Heat, to watch the Dolphins, to watch the Hurricanes. The home team always loses. Never fails. Didn't they do a Panthers so one too? We, did we do a Panthers one? No, I don't think we did. I mean, Goldie's the home team always wins because the team that we're rooting for is away. <laughs> That's true. Exactly. They're never home. So We're playing the Patriots um, and the Packers. The yeah, the, that, that Patriots game was horrible, that watch party. Oh, my God. And it was hot. So... Ethan, you know, their heat are down like 20 to the bucks and Ethan's walking around to our listeners and guests. Ha! Told you so. Ha! Oh, and nine. And I was like, Ethan, our guests. <laughs> Nobody's going to want to come to these anymore. This is Ethan walking around like laughing. Ha ha. They suck. Yeah, see, like, like yeah, that's, that's not me. I can't. That's no, that's inside. not you. <laughs> Only Nick Foles brings out those butterflies. <laughs> hey, man, like, Philly's like the one team I allow myself to get to go there with. Because I, I have, like, no professional obligation to them. So I, I can Honestly, like, I, I kind of get what you're saying because I was pretty joyless about the Heat for a while. This season has made me, like, care again, but I've been pretty I've been pretty joyless. Other than tennis, tennis, I mean, tennis brings it out of me. But basketball, not as much anymore. Well, now with the Raptors, I'm all in. Um, let's like, off at the Lakers. We still gotta do my so, simulation. Okay, do your do your tankulation, and uh, then we'll laugh at the Lakers. What'd you call it? Tankulation. That's not a word. I made it up. <laughs> All right, so he has the ten best odds currently in the NBA as far as the reverse standings, and they have thirteen point nine percent chance of top four pick, three point zero percent chance of number one overall. Let's send lottery on Tankathon. And the Heat are still the number 10 team. Let's try it again. They want we number one. More? They're the number one. Okay, so we, have, we got a number one pick and a number, number 10 pick. Yeah. So we average out the, the fifth pick. All right. Third attempt, they're number two. I don't believe you. <laughs> not, I'm not even joking. <laughs> we need to scream. <laughs> they went to number four. So we've gone to 10, 1, 2, and 4. Uh, Ethan, tell Mickey to send Brian to, the, to do the lottery. Uh, we're back to time. Clearly. We're back to time. Clearly. Because Zoe has not worked out for We're us. back to time again. Are you going to send Dwayne to the lottery? One! We're one! He's going to be a huge reason why we're there. So. Send you Donis, man. Make him earn his money. Ten. Okay, I'm sorry. What? Ten. I'm sorry. Ten. What? I'm so sorry. Ten. Wow. Ten. <laughs> Demon came Alex. out. Alex! Eleven! No! <laughs> 10. I hate this segment so much. 11. 2. Right. That's it. That's what a it. show. That was, that was more than 10. This is what the Heat have done to us. I cannot believe that Brian. Crazy mad scientist. Simulation. <laughs> I think it just proves that they have really good odds right now. I mean, They're just I, at the 10th spot the, right now. This draft is allegedly not very good. This draft is going to be amazing if you have a top four pick. If you're not in the top four, then then it's not gonna be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Honestly, if you're not in the top one, why are we evaluating drafts before they happen? Before we've seen anybody on the floor? Because Alex, this is how we do things. Yeah, and we're always wrong about it. Are we? I mean, I do have some proof. You, man. I got I got some proof. Thanks, Alex. Woj is reporting to here selecting OG Anunobi. No, no, Bam on the bio. I like. Oh my! That's a Bam. Yo, what are we doing? Come on, twice? Who is this? Twice in one show? Be- Are you kidding? <laughs> what is he doing? Who is that? 
He just said that, that they're going to draft OG. Oh, no, no, we won't. Oh, no, we don't. They're drafting Bam Adebayo? What is... What? what? what I read it. You got to be freaking oh, kidding me. Oh. That's my favorite sound. So for those in the audience and Lauren who probably has no idea what the hell that was, that was our live show on draft night, the day the Heat drafted Bam Adebayo, where Takayas and Alex were so upset. That was a shocker, man. <laughs> no one saw that coming. Lauren, Nobody what's the leave. best part of that sound? Because I think the best part of that sound is me not knowing who any of these people are and me going, who is that? That's the best part for sure. <laughs> I did not what expect that pick, though. So, <laughs> Was it was that the Mitchell draft? Yep. Yes. Ouch. <laughs> was he available to them? No, he went right before. Yep. Freaking dead. And then o- and decided to trade. Turns out history went our way. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Imagine they had Mitchell. <laughs> Yo, that I still love that that what if of like, oh, Donovan Mitchell on the Heat versus Ben Simmons in the first round. Come on. We missed out. First round. Pff, I say we had Mitchell. Seed. I don't think. Did Nikaias just say Nikai, we? Nikai, oh, what was that, man? Nikaias wow. said we. I got to be on the podcast. That's all. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Okay, so the Lakers. <clears throat> if you follow me on Twitter, you are aware that I am very vested in the Lakers being not very good at basketball this season. Um, and I, my big thing with the Lakers is I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, and I don't like the excuse making going on for LeBron. How oh he missed he missed eighteen games like they were hitting their stride when he was there and blah blah blah. <clears throat> So a couple things about that that get me really upset. A, at that same time that the Lakers were the four seed, the Clippers were also the one seed, right? So, like, just because the Heat were also a six seed at the time. So just because you're playing well at a certain point in time does not mean that your play is sustainable. Their defense at that time was decent, and that clearly was not sustainable. Uh, That offense, they were playing at a torrid pace. I think it was first in the league at the time. And we all know that LeBron was not going to keep that pace up. And the only reason that their offense was any kind of functionable because they have bad shooters, they have horrible shooting, was because they were playing so fast that they were able to generate some shots at the basket and they were able to do some offense, right? Because in the half court, I know that their offensive synergy numbers were not good. So they went through, they, they got to the four spot playing the best two weeks of basketball of their season. Then LeBron goes hurt and then the wheels fall off, right? And if you look at all of the Lakers' numbers, they have a minus net rating. Their offense is horrible. It's like 22nd. The defense is even worse, right? So they have like all these like things going against them. And people are expecting a 35-year-old to, to play 82 games again, right? So LeBron played 82 games last season. And I know that I was yelling on this podcast like when he went to the Lakers. Like I wasn't sure that was going to be a playoff team because – you know, he barely won 50 games. And honestly, I thought the West was going to be a little better. I, I thought 50 games last year was 47, uh, was the eight seed. So, you know, I was like, you know, I, I expected improvement, whatever. But I, I thought 50 wins was going to be difficult with this Laker team. And I didn't think he, that, I thought that was what's going to be needed to get in the playoffs. And I don't know. I, I've been really upset at just people excuse making, whoa, you know, he missed time. And well, you know, they, they were the four seed. And I don't know. It's it just, it's really annoying because. If you watch them, they're just not good. And I know the Lonzo injury hurts them defensively, but Danny wasn't helping them on offense. Like they're turnover machines, and I don't know. I don't know how you guys feel, but I know that I'm out on them. They're not. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. 
Um, and sure I just don't that? think they're good. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm definitely not. I think they're still close enough to the point that LeBron could just kind of turn it up for like five games and get them in. And also somebody, Man, dude, somebody look at the turning up it was a yesterday co- uh, comparison. They compared this year's Lakers to, <laughs> to what happened with the 12, 13 Lakers, the ones with Dwight and Steve Nash, where they somehow snuck in at the end. I could totally see that happening again. This team is worse than that. Lakers have a six. No way. What do you, no do you, way. Do you, do you realize that no way. Kyle Kuzma is a worse shooter this year than last year? That Hart is a worse shooter than last Man, year? Man, I think that, like, I go back to what you were saying earlier on Twitter about the rest of the team outside of the, their their main young dudes in LeBron just being ass and the roster construction being bad. It's a horrible roster construction. I think they that's have hurting nothing. Ingram and Kuzma. How could it not? Those guys are not meant to. Those guys don't shoot the... the dude, they, they need spacing. That's what, what I'm saying, What are you talking though. about? That's what this I'm saying. This is in 2004. Okay, so we're saying the same thing. I know, but I'm, what I'm saying is that that team is not built well. I think at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, in the playoffs, if they get the right matchup, I don't know if they'll beat OKC. I don't know if What's they'll What's the right matchup? I don't know. Denver, maybe? What? What are you talking about Denver? I'm not saying they would beat Denver. I'm saying that would be a tough matchup for them. That defense not, would get the brakes beaten off. They can't even oh, beat please. Memphis please. and Atlanta. Please. The Nuggets are not some defensive stalwart. Like, I think they're going to be they're not, just enough on offense, just enough on defense. And LeBron really is the offense. X factor that potentially puts him over the top. I think Ingram and Kuzma give him enough of, you know, second and third scoring. I don't think the team is very good right now. But I also don't think that – I think that when LeBron turns it up, he's still going to be what's your, up there. Alex, they – He's they an anomaly, man. That's why he got they to the finals last year. They needed a game in Memphis. They, they had to win in Atlanta and in Memphis. Those are bad teams. Okay, man. But how many years of LeBron losing to bad teams in the regular season did we see – Not like this, when man. He was not like – no, 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 But that's what I'm like saying. This. It's – I'm not surprised. What I, My take is I'm not surprised that ever since the injury happened that they bottomed out. I don't think the fact that they were a four seed is a big deal. What I do think is that they were going to be somewhere in that range between five and seven, you know, on average, like without LeBron being out for so long. I, I don't think they're that good of a team. I think just they're right where, where, where they should be to me. I don't know. I don't think it's that surprising. Guys? Uh, I'm not surprised because the offense is awful. Well, I'm not surprised because the defense is awful. Excuse me, but like I mean, the offense is pretty awful too. They're like they're 21st. Yeah, that, I mean that's not great. I think Josh Hart and Kyle Kuzma regressing as, regressing as shooters should probably be a bigger deal, deal than it has been. Like Josh Hart shoot like mid 20 percent from three since, uh, since January 1st. With but let me ask you something. I think that's more of a product of the fact that they don't have any shooters because when I watch them, guys do not help off Kuzma or Hart. They can help off the other guys because the other guys are just inept shooters. Well, yeah, that's also a part of it. And, like, the bench itself is just a dumpster fire. Was that also a part of the time frame of LeBron being out? Yeah, that's also part of it. But like even but I mean on the season on the season, they're just regressed like in general. Like, Have Kuzma they been better as a team going slow or going fast? Fast. That's what I think. But for some reason, I feel more comfortable with thinking of them in the playoffs when the pace slows down. LeBron is kind of just uh, controlling the pace. I think they have no half court offense. But I think they're just going to run 35 minutes of, you know, LeBron with uh, Kuzma, Ingram, Hart, and whatever center they want to run out with. And I help you help out against the right team. You just, it's easy. Like, they don't have space, Alex. They don't. So that's like, what I'm saying. When the playoffs come, they the play playoffs, 38 minutes of those of, of their main guys. The only guys. thing I like about them matching up with Denver is that Denver's going to run, so they'll be able to play fast. But the other thing about Denver is that Denver's offense is elite, and the Lakers can't guard anybody. That's fair. 
But I also don't um, think anybody I, – I don't know. I think we haven't seen them in the playoffs. I think they're a really interesting experiment because I think they're an incredible team. But I also think it's going to be – like if they were to match up versus the Lakers, for example, I would think that's an, a super interesting matchup because – You're basically doing that because you've never seen Jokic. No, man. That's not – That's what you're that's doing. That's not fair, man. But that's what you're doing. Jokic up to now was a defensive negative. We don't know what he's going to look like in the playoffs when teams start scheming. How are, we, how are you going to say that's not an impact when we don't – Scheming who? Okay, man. What I'm just saying is Luke, we don't Luke think offensive. Luke Walton going to scheme Jokic off the floor? I'm not talking about scheming Jokic off the floor. I'm talking about they're going to put him in pick and roll over and over and over. I'm not saying that's going to destroy Smart. them. My God, bro. Can you, like, we don't even consider Ben Simmons a top 15 player anymore because of what happened to him in the playoffs. Or at least a lot of people don't. The playoffs is, is, a, different, is a different game, man. I don't think that's a, that's a hot take. I think the bigger issue in a Laker-Denver matchup is that Denver just does not have anyone that can defend LeBron. Of course not. Like, like their best, their best option is going to be Paul Millsap, who probably has PT, PTSD at this point. Poor Paul Millsap. Like <laughs> they don't even have more guys to throw on him. Like Hernan Gomez. Who's more scared of Who's more scared of LeBron? The Hawks or the Raptors? Yes. <laughs> Neither. But like that's literally the only thing that can make that a series. Like LeBron is a. It's just a problem for Denver. They, they just don't have a body that can really that can handle them. Hold on, I just saw the, some guy a B thrifty just tweeted out: Duke and the Celtics might lose in the same night. Black History Month may yet be saved. <laughs> <laughs> That's my guy, man. That man's hilarious. <laughs> Great tweet. Uh, okay, continue about the uh, Denver Lakers. Yeah, like I mean, that's the biggest concern. But otherwise, Denver is just a much better team up and down. Jokic has been better than LeBron this season, and it's not arguable. Are you guys yeah, worried at all about how if the game slows down? I'm not sure if it will. Assuming it were to slow down, uh, how would that match up versus LeBron? Well, like I said, like Denver would have issues with. No, but I mean on the other side, Denver's offense. Would oh, it, no, oh, I'm not worried about that at all. Like, at all, even when it slows down. Not, not at all. I think if anything, that will force Jokic to score more. And okay. That, that's that's where Jokic that's where Jokic excels. Like the the flying stuff is for Beasley and for Jamal Murray. And I get for it, all those but guys. I just mean when when things start getting ugly, when they're not when they when their sets aren't working out well in the fourth quarter, and they have to do they go to their second. They and just third stick option. Jokic on the elbow and they let him do you know Jokic. I stuff. get it, man. That, that's like I think he's a top fifteen player. Five offense. I think he's a top fifteen player. I just would love to see how a guy that pudgy being the first option is going to work out in the play. I'm not, I, it might. I'm are just really breaking. Are you do? Are you whoa, doing whoa, it because whoa, whoa, whoa. Are we really breaking down a first round series that we know is never going to happen? That's true, Brian. <laughs> so right. Okay, but you guys made it about the Lakers, so I'm. We're getting deep inside. Okay, how about this? Let's make let's make it interesting then. How many no, teams? What do you mean? The Lakers suck ass. How many teams? Well, the last two weeks, the playoff percentage chances dropped from forty percent to fucking fourteen. Are we never going to learn our lesson, man? I care about you. The last three, four, five years. LeBron doesn't try in the regular season for half of the regular season, man. I just Alex. not with the. Did yet. you not Alex. hear his post-game quotes? Alex. He's supposed to be turning his activation mode right now. West, he joined a team right now. Your All Star. He's in Alex. the West. I'm not surprised by any of this. I think they were going to be a fringe playoff Memphis. team. I think they're going to make it because LeBron is an anomaly, not because they're super, they're they're really good or really sustainable in any way. I think I LeBron's not going to make because he's not concentrating and focused on what matters most and what's supposed to be basketball. Instead, he's oh making mixtapes with that's, freaking. I think that's a game overdone. 
Can we talk he about LeBron not finding company, man? He's not over there in the day to day in the company. No, he's worried about posting his freaking social media means about him having a top 10 assists and points total in his it's career. Part of the schedule. The best part of that was him saying, I have no words. And then he wrote a damn paragraph. <laughs> How much time a week do you think he dedicates to his production company? Why couldn't he partner with a better rapper than 2 Chainz? That's what I want to know. He's LeBron James. <laughs> that, oh, yeah. take. Don't start Dude, he's LeBron James. He couldn't get a better rapper than 2 Chainz? Yo, don't disrespect two chains, all right? I think you just you just want him to have Young Jeezy. I think that's really what it is. Dude, if you, if LeBron partnered with Young Jeezy, I I pick up to make the playoffs. Here it is. It's my favorite rapper. Long. God, you have some of the worst takes I've ever heard. Young Jeezy's a good rapper. I will not let you take that away from me. It's just such better than what you kids listen to nowadays. Oh God. <laughs> then your Migos, your mumble rap, and your Kendrick Lamar. Brian, cut this out. You don't want to lose the whole under twenty one demo. Wait, let me tell you something. Yeah. Back in my day, you know, it was uh the game, it was fifty cent, it was young Jeezy, it was T I. It was ludicrous. Are you listening to any single one of them now? New shit. Yes. New oh, shit. Every, new, new shit. shit. Oh, crazy? Pre two thousand nine, baby. Have you heard Sicko Mode or Mo Bamba? God, please, bro. Mo Bamba? Of course that's the first one. <laughs> I can't say ma- the Ryan. magic player. <laughs> the freaking magic player. <laughs> Oh God! Mobaba's Mo not good, Brian. I don't know if you've heard. Well, that man's garbage. <laughs> wow, you hate to see it. Hello, friends. This is Josh Appel from Smart Your Territory, and I'm Mr. Bill Eleven. And we are officially on the road to WrestleMania. It is point at the WrestleMania sign, Sizzin Bill. If, if you need to get to WrestleMania, we can be your Uber drivers on the road to WrestleMania. I mean, what? You ruined it. You, you ruined it. I. I like it. I think we could make some money doing that. WrestleMania season is here. Stick with us here on Smarker Territory, the Five Reasons Sports Network's Pro Wrestling Podcast. 